106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Luke filling in for Charlie Grimes today. Charlie's out, which is good. Glad he took some time off. And uh, Larry Unger answering phones, as he always does. Ken Rackley from Toontech Automotive with me today, helping us answer. I know he and Steve switch, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, Steve Appreciate doing that. here. He needed, you know, I, I'm flexible. He's probably usually. golfing or something. Uh, probably. Just kidding. Yeah, and if he is, great. Uh, more more power to it. Hey, it's a Saturday. That's right. Nothing know, wrong with that. It's a nice day out. It's a beautiful it's, day. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it actually exactly. is. So if you haven't been out and about, get out. It is a beautiful day. So, yep. All right. Uh, question of the day, Wayne. Hang tight. I'll get right to you. He's got a tip on our last uh, segment on Fix It Radio, we were talking about uh, just hacks and pool noodles and things like that. And there's so many hacks for pool noodles, by the way. You can almost do a whole show on that alone. But uh, today's question of the day are close calls that you've had that because of whatever good habit you have, typically driving is what I'm getting at, because of a good habit you have helped you avoid that particular close call. In other words, maybe there was a close call, an accident, something along those lines, and you avoided all of that, or even if you had one, it was lessened because of the things that you do on a routine basis. Let us know what that is, 303-477-5600. Wayne, no, you're first today. What's going on? Yeah, I just uh, got an idea for you with a pool noodle. Yes. I, I, bought a, I bought a used boat, and it had a soft floor. So the uh, floor and all the foam was saturated. Okay. So I had to dig, dig out all the old foam. And to buy some expanding foam to pour in there and refill that up, and there's about $600. So I went and bought a whole bunch of pool noodles and uh, put that in. Great idea. And I had to put Fill maybe the, the, yep. about the last two inches tall with the expanding foam, and I saved a bunch of money. Great idea, Wayne. Though, yeah. Again, people don't really think too much about pool noodles and all of the different hacks and things that they can be used for, but... Man alive. I mean, there's probably a hundred, you know, you see all those hundred and one ways to do whatever. There's got to be that plus some when it comes to pool noodles. Oh, sure, sure. Tons. Yeah. My wife has used them for horse training to desensitize them and stuff like that. They're so cheap, by the way. Yeah, right. It's one of the cheapest items you can go buy, period. Yeah. That's a, Wayne, that was, (laughs) I guess, first off, what made you think of doing that in the first place? Well, I, I was looking online at some ideas on how to fill that space. Uh, was something that would hold air so that keep the buoyancy mm-hmm. of the boat. And um, one of the ideas was two-liter um, soda ah, bottles yep. uh, sealed. And so I thought about that, and I figured by the time I bought all those, it was going to cost me a pretty significant amount of money. Right. Um, so I, I was at Walmart for another reason, and they had a bunch of pool noodles on clearance. So I just bought all they had. There you go. There you, yeah, and, and again, am I right on saying they're a couple bucks a piece on clearance? 
oh, they were less than that. There you go. Yeah. And they were less than a couple bucks a piece. There you know? go. There you go. Yeah. No, it's a great. And, and right now, folks, if you're looking to do any of these kind of things, even just to have some around the house to, you know, you know. by the way, they're very easy to store. They, they go in rafters. They go in attics. I mean, you can store a pool noodle darn near anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the reality is to have one or two of those kicking around the house, Wayne, for just almost any given purpose, most everybody should have one or two. So, good one. Wayne, that's great. No, appreciate it very much. That's a great hack. And, and by the way, we don't have to limit our question of the day just to the, you know, good habits that helped you avoid a close call. But if you've got a really good, we'll just say it as it is, pool noodle hack, especially for cars and such, there's so many of them that work for, you know, keeping things from getting damaged, you name it, there's a ton of hacks. Share those with others because some folks won't know what those are. This is how, you know, help the automotive community here on Drive Radio, 303 477 5,600. Jim in Windsor, you're next. Hello, Jim. Hello. How you doing, sir? Yeah. Hey, I have a question. I've got a 2015 Subaru Forester, about 160,000 miles on it, and uh, it's starting to miss a little and have some occasional symptoms, and so I was wanting to check the valve clearances on it. Well, the dealer tells me that you can't check the valve clearances without pulling the motor. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. If it's the double overhead cam, yeah, that's correct. The 2.5 liter double overhead cam, pretty much you have to, yeah, to check the clearance, you have to pull the valve covers off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the other option you've got is you basically lift the engine up while still attached to the transmission. You unhook both lower motor mounts and you, you know, you get things to where you can swing the engine in the compartment to one direction check that side, uh-huh. put everything back together, swing it back over the other way and do it again. But what I just said, you've got to be pretty talented and have done that previous to really make that effective. Right. And that engine comes out fairly, I mean, for an engine wise, it comes out fairly simple. And the on the double overhead cams, you've got cam on top and on the bottom. So uh, to access the bottom cams, being out of the vehicle is, is, easier. is much easier. And plus you have to remove the cams in order to change the shims in order to adjust the At that point, you might as well have them out. Right, exactly. So, so, it's, it's a process. so in this case, it's, uh, it's not turbocharged. I believe it's just a single cam. Okay. Um, well, and if it's a single cam, then, you know, just removing the valve cover typically. You know, on the 15s, I'm not exactly sure on that. Uh, yeah, on the single overhead cams, it was just, yeah, you didn't have to remove anything, but... Um, uh-huh. You know, other than the valve cover. I, do you know on that year on the uh, single cam, is it still the adjustable, you know, loosen the lock nut adjustment? Right. It, uh, yes. It is. I would believe so, yes. Okay. I'm looking at a picture, so okay, yes. Good. Okay, Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure of that, so yeah. Okay. So that, um, yeah. So that, so that would, helps on that. Yeah, end. you wouldn't have to. And again, to, yeah. but to, you know, again, though, back to Ken's point. I mean, if you've got everything there to lift the engine, like I just said, to... To yank it out, and if the, now here's the other thing: if there's anything else that it needs, any other sealing that it needs, if you're going to do anything else engine-wise, well, then of course that's the time to do it. And you might as well pull it and do it. I mean, if everything else is good and all it needs a valve adjustment, you could do it in in the yeah, bay. It's just and they're not they're not so tough on the same. No, you you could do so, that, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Hey, thanks for your help on that. You're very welcome, yeah. and I appreciate the phone call. Lines are open, by the way. Anything else you've got for us? Let us know. Three zero three four seven seven. 5600-303-477-5600. You can text us as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. All right, somebody is uh, texting in 
one of the uh, answers to the question of the day, which, again, I will give that to everybody. Close calls that good habits help you avoid. Close calls that good habits help you avoid. I'll give you several of mine, but this one is, I make lane changes on the highway very slowly, and this habit has saved me from many accidents, especially with cars and motorcycles in the blind spot. Yeah. Sure. Can't argue that one. Right. That came from Greg Bloom from Barber's Foods. Greg, appreciate that very much. Great sponsor of ours as well. And if you need anything from Greg, by the way, he's got the best meat of anybody out there. Barber'sFoods.com is the place to go. And it is by far the best meat you'll ever buy. But, that, yeah, that's a really good one, changing lanes slowly. Uh, we're going to take a break in a minute. I'll give you mine really quick. And I know a lot of people, it's funny, you, you get negative looks from people at times when you do this, but I can tell you that over the years, and my dad taught me this early early on, and I think just working around a car dealership and being a, you know, starting out as a lot kid where you just did this from a very early age. I mean, I was a lot kid at age 13, and you know, learning to drive and doing all of that then, and at a dealership, everything is backed in. Right. You never pull a car in straight Sure. Straight at a at a Never. dealership, unless it's a customer. Yeah, right. Well, and, <laughs> if you work and, there, you're not. And then you don't want the customer. You don't want the customer leaving, back, having to no. back out. And, and the right. reason why you don't want to back out of a spot is again the safety side of it. Yeah. It's always it's always easier to back into a place because you you've driven by it. You know what's already behind yeah. you. It's already fresh in your mind. You back in. Then when you go to leave, everything's in front of you. Right. Uh, you know, one of the biggest ways, by the way, that kids are run over. Oh, yeah. is typically in their driveway by mom or dad backing over them. And I'm sorry to say that that has happened far too often. It's happening still yet yeah. to this day. Even with backup cameras and things sure. like that, it's still happening today. It shouldn't because, again, if folks would back in even to the garage itself, you pull out looking ahead, not looking behind, you avoid all of those types of accidents. That's kind of what we're talking about is how do you avoid these close calls and what good habits have you created over the years to avoid yeah. them? But backing in for me is is a biggie. It's I, it's one that it takes a little getting used to because even going to I mean I'm one of those guys that even at a, even at a shopping mall yeah I'm backing too. in or or pull all the way through or I'll know, pull through yeah, to the next exactly. one where again yeah, you're exactly. still you're still you're heading out, out yeah. when you're pulling out. What I hate is parking lots where they've designed them you that you can't do that angled angled. I hate parking. that yeah because exactly. if you go through and then you pull out you're going the wrong way down. Right. The, you know, down yeah. the, uh-huh. the path, if you would. You're right. Yeah. Which absolutely I hate. But but even then, I will typically still do that. And you know what? I'll avoid the car coming at me. That still is easier than backing over a person. Sure. Or, or better. You know, or even, uh, you know, a lot of times you can even make the turn sharp enough to Whatever. go back in the I'm not right too worried. Direction, it, honestly, yeah, at that exactly. point, that's the least of my worries. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. I'm and more, I'm more I, worried about backing over someone. Oh, yeah. And I park so far out, you know, when I park. Me in a too. It's not an issue. Too. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, you all walk. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'll have lanes, you know, or I'll have spots next to me and, but amazingly so, enough you so. come out and there's still people next to you <laughs> they're doing the same thing you are that's know. ridiculous <laughs> just... all right chris and pueblo hang tight we're going to take a quick break we'll come right back we'll get some more calls in as well again 303-477-5600 myself ken rackley we'll be right back drive radio klz 560 home values are rising 8 10 and 13 percent in some areas trying to buy it but keep missing take aim to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, 
shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a low rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out Hiking the Trail Safely with Your Dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050, or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Other financial advisors may help your money grow, but they do not plan ahead to minimize taxes in retirement. Al Smith goes beyond mere asset management to help you create a written retirement plan that will withstand a stress test. You can't predict the future, but you suspect taxes may go up by the time you retire. You want to know how to protect your nest egg from increased taxes so your money will last. Imagine a document you can hold in your hands that contains contingency plans for unexpected healthcare events, runaway inflation, stock market fluctuations, and higher taxes. Your retirement plan with Golden Eagle Financial will provide a clearer view of what your retirement will look like tax-wise. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thank you all for listening very much. We do appreciate it. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive over here in Aurora, by the way. Ken is just a little off of I-225 and Colfax, just east of 225 on Colfax, about, I don't know, a quarter of a mile or so down the road, maybe. Yeah, yeah. At most. Quarter, half, yeah. Uh-huh. Not a lot. Yep, not a Look lot. Look on the left so. side if you're heading east. There you go. You can't, you can't miss him. That's so. right. All right, Chris all, uh, Chris, all the way down in Pueblo, you're next. What's going on? Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank you. 
Hey, um, I got a 92 Chevy truck. It's got a TBI motor in it, and I want to put a different cam in it. It's got all the Bosch's and stuff are already um, tapped and everything for a spider plate and all that. And um, I just don't want to put the stock cam back in it, but I'm going to keep everything else stock on it. Okay. What what else are you doing to the engine? Well, it's got uh, I already got I already got a new intake for it. I got headers on it and all that. But I just want to put you know I'm going to make it a roller motor. But I'm just wondering what cam to put in it so it'll pull hard from. You know, from like idle to four, four, four thousand. Like a good RV type cam, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and on those, that's where you got to, where you have to be a little bit careful of on those. And I did a lot of those back in the day. I mean, that's that wasn't that uncommon back then to do that. And I had done some of those back in the day. And what you have to be careful of on those is is staying calm enough. And I hope I'm using the right terminology there to where you're not throwing things off to where you have to do a reprogramming of the chip. Because if you get too radical, there's not enough mapping in the current prom that's there now to adjust for all that. Right. Right. That's the issue you run into. Yeah, I understand all that. Um, I've been around race cars. So you know then. I used to run a late model at Inglewood Speedway. Yeah, you know then. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if you guys had any good suggestions for something like that. Well, and again, if you've got if you've got the ability to make some adjustments on the computer side of the fence, I mean, really at that point the list is endless. You can pretty much do whatever you want to do. Otherwise, you really have to go to like I'm on CompCam's you know website right now. You just have to get into what do they recommend that will not require programming, and then you can go as radical as you want to. But it's not going to be a whole lot more than you have now because of the programming side of the fence. Right. Okay. We'll so, check into them a call in. Yeah, but but you know, doing what you're doing works well. You know, the reason why I ask, are you doing anything else? You know, are you changing out pistons, going to any more? You know, adding any compression, doing anything along those lines? Because all that is, of course, has an effect, and then you will have to do some programming to adjust for all that. And doesn't CompCam have a on their website have something to where you enter all your information in? And they stuff, do, and then they can make recommendations for something like that. They do now, and I and by the way, and I'm there now looking at that. And again, Ken is exactly right and you know that you can just go plug in all the information that you want and it it will again it will tell you and at one time and and i'll tell you the company that still does some of that on the computer side of the fence chris is uh, you know how fuel injection they make complete kits for for vehicles to retrofit them i believe they still will do a custom-made prom for our elevation if you decide to do anything a little more radical than what you would normally stock cool so they and, and it's a, it's kind of a plug and play for them. You just tell them what you're doing, you know what cam you want to use, and so on. But I will tell you on that on that engine also, and I've just learned this from experience. If you get too much in it without making some of the other changes needed, you're not you're actually going to make it worse, not better. Right, right. I understand. On that, that particular engine, uh, you know, that happens to be one of those where you, you're not going to get much gain out of it unless you do some of the other things we're mentioning. Yeah, I really like this truck, and I want to keep it going. I mean, I've got over six hundred thousand miles on nice. it. Nice! Oh, wow! Nice. No, they're yeah. they're. It's a, as you know, it's a great engine. I mean, they're great yeah. trucks as well, and yeah. becoming more and more vintage. By the way, that that's the next sort of series of trucks on the Chevrolet side that's starting to pick up speed on the on the on the value. I mean, it was the seventy two and prior that was you know really you know sixty nine and seventy twos are really popular and are now so much money most people can't afford to buy one even right. if it's not restored. Uh, the next one up sort of the seventy three to eighties. That's one level you know 
beyond yeah. what I just said. Believe it or not, the the what is it now? The next ones will be all the way up to eighty seven. So the eighty one to eighty sevens are now bringing money. Your your truck is the next one to start being the same way. Yeah, I used to when I lived in the mountains. I had an eighty short bed four wheel drive. Uh, I used to push slowly. Should have kept that truck. Yeah, I, I same same as you, Chris. I've kind of had all of those throughout the years and. You know, if you'd known, you know, if you knew back then what you know today on the same token, you had to keep the vehicle, keep it maintained, insured, you know, all of that throughout yeah. all these years as well. Right. You know, it is what it is. You still got families yeah. to feed and other things to do as well. Priorities. Yeah. You know, yep. is what it is. What do you, you know, what else do you do? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it, well, but anyways, yeah, and, and you, you kind of know the, you know, the, the lobe. Uh, you know, configuration and specifications that you're looking for. And, you know, the biggest thing on those you got to be careful of, as you know, is with the computer side of the fence is being careful of, of overlap and duration. The lift isn't so much of an issue on those as it is your, your, your duration and overlap that'll give you issues when it comes to the programming of the computer. Right. And being a roller. Right. And stuff. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Gentlemen, thanks for your time. I really appreciate thanks, it. Chris. Thanks, Chris. No, thanks so much for the phone call. Yeah. Glad you listened. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Dan and Lakewood, you're next. I got a 98 Ford Ranger, and if it's parked outside, uh, nose down on a slope, you'll get quite a puddle in the uh, bed uh-huh. there behind the front wall of the bed. What's a good way to clean that area to get it to drain? In the bed? It should um, have two holes up in the front of the bed already. Right. There should be some drains there. And okay. is there any debris in the back, leaves or? Well, it you know, it, it builds up. And yeah. uh, I, I will take a piece of wire and poke around in there. But I didn't, is there, you say there should be two special made. Well, yeah, pretty good size holes, like a three-eighths in diameter, maybe even a little bigger than that. Yeah, okay. right near the front there. And you can always enlarge those a little bit if you needed to. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Not going to hurt anything by doing that. Yeah, or just, yeah, just sweep the debris out of there and... Um, yeah, because that usually plugs them up, and then or just turn it around and park it the other way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you. You bet. No, you bet. appreciate it very much. And for a lot of you listening that have trucks like that, they can also get full of debris. Yeah. They can get plugged up with leaves and junk, and garbage gets in there, and so on. So make sure that's good and clean. And some trucks, I should have mentioned this a moment ago, some trucks have little drain tubes on the bed that will get plugged up as well. Yeah. Now, the drain tubes are great because it kind of pushes the water out into areas that you know maybe you don't want it falling out of the bed onto. I'm not a big fan of the drain tubes because of what I just said. They get plugged Most up. Most of yeah. them get plugged up. Exactly. So if it were me and it's got tubes, remove them, make sure the hole's nice and secure, and let the water fall out of the bed and be done with it. Yep. Otherwise, you'll end up with a bed that holds water, essentially. Yeah, a, exactly. A, well, a bathtub. Water, a water, a, yeah, yeah, bathtub right. of sorts, right. if you would. Uh, 303-477-5600 is our number. Uh, we got lines open. Uh, David Littleton is next. David, welcome. Yeah, uh, I got an old rusty but trusty uh, 92S10 Blazer. Uh, the blower motor quit running, and uh, I got I put in a new uh, um, blower motor and that, but it didn't work. It's still not so working. My qu- yeah, so my next question is, on the blower motor resistor, it's the type that has solid wires Okay. on it. How can you tell if that's bad? You need to check to see if you're getting power to that. Uh, those were real common for the switches to fail. They would melt on the back side where the connector plugs into the switch. Oh, you're talking about the... On the uh, dash. On the, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are real common for melting that connector. Okay. As I'm wondering though about the blower motor resistor, uh-huh. since that's solid. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. How how can you tell if that's bad or not? Well, you could do a resistance test across it. Uh, make sure you're getting power to it, uh, because obviously you're probably not getting power to the motor. So, have you tested for power ground or anything? No, I haven't. Okay. That would be the first step would be to see if you're getting power to the motor and if you're getting ground to the motor. If you lose any one of those, then, of course, it's going to give troubles. But And to the resistor also, you should be getting different powers to the resistor, if I remember right. I don't think it's a ground circuit on that. Okay. And then... There's that. It's a four-prong... Yeah. Plug in. Yeah, and and the bigger wire on that should have 12 volts on it. The bigger wire? Okay. Yeah, there's there's probably one big wire and then three smaller, you know, smaller gauge like a like a 12 oh, gauge okay. on one. the yeah, on the big wire and then a 14 gauge on the others. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Try that and then if if that if there's no power then pull that switch out of the dash and you'll probably find a melted connector on the back of that switch. Okay. All right. Thank All you. Right. You bet. All right. Appreciate it. Oh, and check okay. the fuse too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, of course, yeah, yeah, since you haven't tested for any powers, I mean, test, test for the fuse yeah. first. Well, you know, underneath, I, I went underneath uh, the dash or whatever. And I thought it, the 30 amp, that was another question too. I got a 30 amp fuse, and then above it's the 25 amp fuse. I was thinking that the 30 amp fuse was for the uh, the um, uh, God, lower conditioning, uh-huh. yeah, and that. But Typic- it isn't. It's the 25 amp fuse. Oh, okay. And it was good. But I haven't got gotten back out there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But um, quick question: the 30 amp fuse. That's a metal, like, rectangle-shaped uh, uh, box or something. Is uh, that it, just, how do you get that out? Uh, so I tried pulling it out. It's, a, it's metal? Would, yeah. It's a circuit it's breaker. The, yeah, that's a circuit breaker. So that is more likely for your power seats or your windows. You have power windows, windows in it? Yep. Yeah, yep, so that's, that's more than likely for that. It. Yeah. But But how do you... Uh, Those usually pull out just like a fuse. Okay, okay, because I tried pulling on it and yeah. I got it screwed up back and it. My my getting under dashes and all that other stuff is getting pretty <laughs> limited now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You bet. Appreciate it. All right, David. Appreciate it. We'll come right back. Bill and, Le- and Lakewood hang tight. Couple lines open. 303. 303- 477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How.
The team at Extreme Auto Repair doesn't make excuses. Right now, auto repair shops across the country have full lots because nobody can find the parts they need. Delays in the supply chain have led to nationwide shortages, so suppliers have started raising prices. Smaller shops run by one or two guys just don't have the time or resources to spend hours on the phone hunting down parts. Corporate chains don't care enough to even try. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes every delay personally. They don't believe in sitting back and hoping things will get better, nor will they gouge their customers. Thanks to their buying power, the team at Extreme Auto has more leverage than a one- or two-person shop, along with the manpower to locate parts. They're working harder to protect their customers by maintaining competitive prices and wait times. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com extreme for an exclusive Rush to Reason discount. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs based on customer demand, so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560, myself, Ken Rackley. And Chris, if you're still listening, you had the 92 Chevy, you're looking for a cam, and I did some more looking on CompCam's website, and 
Unfortunately, it looks like most of the upgraded cams are not there right now. You have to wait a little bit, which is normal in today's world. And I also did check the HAL website, and I was correct. I wanted to refresh my memory to make sure I was. But, yes, you can order a calibration prom. That's the longer prom in that 92. And you can order a calibration prom based upon whatever you're doing to the vehicle, including even upgrading transmission gear ratios, things like that. They'll do all of that as well. So it's about 250 bucks from them. You give them everything you're doing. I would call them on the phone on that one and tell them what you're doing, and they'll, they'll give you whatever you need. So you could do literally at that point whatever you want to do. Right, yeah, change up your ratios. And being down in Pueblo, you don't even have the emissions end of it to worry about, so really you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. So there you go. So we were correct. Ken and I were on that. I just want to make sure, uh, Chris, if you're still listening, that you got that info. And if there's anything else specific you need, uh, just go to the website, send us an email, drive-radio.com. Uh, Bill in Lakewood is next. What's going on, Bill? Number two, they're going to think I'm working for you. No, that's <laughs> all right. Hey, I got to eat your heart out on this one. I got a 94 three-quarter ton Chevy with a 454 in it. I've owned it since new, 95,000 miles. Wow. Wow. But anyway, I, I need – you got anybody – I live 26th in Kipling, basically – I need to get the AC purged and charged. Uh, Geno's will do it. They got a special running right now as well. But Geno's down south. Isn't they are it? south of you. Yes, southwest of you. Yeah, I mean, going across town anymore is nothing but a pain in the neck. I don't have anybody in Lakewood for you, unfortunately. Your closest is either going to be over Arvada West, which is you know west side of of Arvada, uh, kind of almost the golden area there, just on the edge, or Geno's. Anybody had any luck? I've, I was thinking about the grease monkey on uh, Garrison. I wouldn't do that. Not on AC work, I wouldn't. I, is, I frankly wouldn't do that for anything, but that's just me. Is it retrofitted? Excuse me. Is it retrofitted already? There, some of those were 134, some were R12. Right. So what? do you know what it is? Yeah, it's the old stuff. So it is R12. So it needs to be retrofitted. Yeah, you need to take or it. Or find R12. But supposedly that, that grease monkey... They they work on air conditioners also. They're, they're supposedly certified. Well, they may be, but I I, I, they are, I doubt very seriously if they're going to do any kind of conversion from R12 to R134. Right. There, there's componentry, by the way, you'll have to change to do that correctly. There's a lot of folks out there that will sell you the R134 in a can, and you change the fittings and put it in. But unless you're, you know, to do that correctly, you need to change out the oil. You need to change out some componentry on the AC system itself to work better with R134. Otherwise, it's not going to be as efficient. And how long has that system been empty? Uh, probably a year or two. Oh, okay. So it I, I made a mistake when I had tires put on. At the Goodyear on Colfax, had them charging it. It didn't work. It was a mistake. I wasted wasted a couple hundred bucks. And, and there is actually today, too, and this is something else you'd need to look at, but there are some R... I, Ken might know this better than me. There's some R12 um, replacements, if you would. Are, are, is the Freon any good on those? Have you ever tried it, I've never tried it. I yeah, haven't either. We've always done I still have R12, fit and, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, we... We let our our twelve certification go away just because you don't it, do it, enough of it. You know, to worry you do one it. or two a year, and it's just a pain because right. they got to come out and inspect. Well, equipment see, and all I got I got a neighbor on the back side of my fence. He's he used to race cars. I think he's got a garage. It's a regular shop. He works on cars in the neighborhood, and he started doing it. And he was supposed to get the parts to for this never. And he's older than I am, so yeah. But, I, you know, and, and that that thing with that big engine in the summertime, it's uh-huh. 
just now there, there are by the way this is this is different application for essentially the same freon which there's some of it still floating around as well on the hvac side for houses but r22 is essentially the same freon as r12 it's just r22 was household r12 was automotive same freon that, that that's what was in it i'm pretty sure yeah, R- it was R12, but you yeah. you could if you could find R R22 replace it with that as well. But my yeah, but suggestion, Bill, is find somebody that's got some R12 kicking around that's willing to charge that system up for you. You evacuate what you have, refill it with R12, and do that. It would be the best, uh, even though it's going to cost you more money for the free on. If you can find some, that's still at the end of the day your best and cheapest and best functioning system you're going to have versus even the retrofit. Oh sure. Well, I think see, I, for my house stuff, my appliances, I use Jensen, you know, over there on Kipling. Uh huh. And he says he works on cars too. Well, you could ask him if they have any R122 kicking around. If they do, they could do it. And I've been using him for 35. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be a good ask. Just ask him. Yeah, just right, ask him right. if they can charge it. If they can do, if they've got R22 kicking around still left over, they could do it that way. But I'll tell you, that truck, it runs like brand new. No, it's a great That's truck. Good. How long are you yeah. going to keep that thing, Bill? I keep it forever because, you know, I got the new one, and I use that when I got to haul stuff. <laughs> okay. Because, so like, my trucks, when I trade them in, there's never been anything in the bed besides nothing. Because <laughs> you know, I, I use them to drive around, and if I got to haul anything, because I got the plastic liner in it, you know. It just, right. No, it, no, exactly. And, and like I said, it just runs good. Yep. It, you know, the only problem is it gets eight miles to the ga- gallon no matter what you do. Right. Oh, that's a problem? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it, at Biden prices. You're right. Is we gonna we gonna revolt? What's going on? I don't know. That's a whole other topic, Bill. Yeah. No, I. When Harris takes over. I have no idea what's gonna happen on all that. So, Bill, yeah. I thought I got to run. I'm gonna get another call in here before we go to break. Thanks for the call very much. And yes, I would see if those guys could help you on that. Uh, Brian, up in here, you're next. Hi, John. How are you? Good, sir. Thanks for calling. Um, I need to get a programmer for my 2002 Dodge 3500, and I just didn't know what the good one would be. You just looking for a little more uh, poop out of it, or what are you trying to do? Well, I'd like to have something that's going to do good uh, fuel economy as well as power, you know, so you can switch over. So you want the best of both worlds? Exactly, because yeah. my wife's going to use it as an everyday driver, and then we haul horses, goats, you know, all that kind sure. of stuff. Yep. Sure, sure. Uh, and I believe on those, there's still some very simplistic ones. The ones, and I used to sell a lot of those, and I believe they're still available, are uh, the edge units where it's essentially a piggyback unit that just goes into the injection pump essentially is what you're doing. Those always worked well. I believe last time I checked, those are still fairly you know, readily available. That's probably, okay. not probably, that's what I would use and do. Okay, the edge? The edge unit I liked. I mean, I sold them back in the day. You know, used to, you know, used to stock mm-hmm. half a dozen of those at one time, sure. you know, for every truck out there but but for those that's that was a real wake up for that o2 the other thing that wakes those up as you know is you know put a big put a big exhaust on it and then also doing an, an oh, air intake like a, it's got like a three to five inch exhaust it had that when i got it i think it might have been chipped but i don't know if it's there anymore when i bought it because i bought it used okay because it doesn't seem like it's all that you know does it smoke at all uh not really then it probably hasn't been chipped most probably of the not. chips will make them smoke a little bit yeah 
Yeah, unless they took the chip out when they sold it. Could have. Oh, I don't know. Right. And now the other thing that's critical on those, and because I, I just did mine the other day, so I know this, the down tube. A lot of guys will change the exhaust. They'll do a, you know, like a muffler back, or or they'll even change it from the uh, head tube, if you would, or the turbo tube down. Uh, they'll change exhaust mm-hmm. after that, but you need to make sure the turbo tube is of the high flow as well, because if it's not, okay. you'll, you'll want to change that. So your down tube needs to be the bigger tube as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't just, know. I haven't really used the truck that much, but I know it's got a huge exhaust underneath. Yeah, I mean, I, I just put a big five inch on mine. It makes them really. I mean, it really opens them up if you do that. It makes them <laughs> loud, unfortunately, but really opens them up as well. And you know, and a straight four works well. As, as you know, works as well too. It's just you know, what are you trying to do? What do you want to do? How do you want to sound? And so on. There's nothing, nothing wrong with the four right. inch systems, but you can do a five inch on it as well. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to find something that's the best of both worlds, you know, because my wife is going to commute in it, and then, you know. Well, the one advantage the Edge chip has is it's simple, it's easy, you're not mounting any kind of a big gauge thing or, you know, pod up on the dash anywhere that she's going to have to dink with and so on. I mean, the Edge unit was sort of an out of sight, out of mind sort of a thing, and away you went. Okay. And now, they used to be, get this, that's where it's really gotten odd. Used to be you could buy those, and I used to retail them out at about 350 bucks. They're now like 700 Holy cow. Yeah, they're way up from what they used to be. Do you have a model number on that or anything? So, uh, I, I think the part number on those is a 30, a 30 so 30300. Okay. 30300? Yeah, now on an O2, I could be wrong on that. Let me double check to make sure the O2s. Uh, the O2 is a three is a 3301, so 30301. Okay. And that you just have to look around and see who's got the best price on that. Napa can maybe even get that. It's hard to say. The Ed, Again, all of this diesel stuff has gone through a, uh, how do I want to say this, Ken, uh, almost a revamp of sorts because the EPA has really, really cracked down on a lot yeah. of the guys that were doing uh, you know, they were doing DPF removal kits and right. so on, delete kits and so on. And and after all right. that happened and the EPA cracked down, these guys have gotten really tight, and that's when the prices jumped way up sure. as well. Yeah, they probably got sued too. So, yeah. uh, mo- anybody doing a, you know, not anybody, the majority of guys doing delete kits got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Right. And cost them, and in okay. turn raised the price of everything else because of some of those costs. Yeah. Right. But but well, I always well, I like the I always like the Edge stuff. I think it works very well. Uh, you know, Edge okay. got bought out by Superchips, so Superchips owns Edge to to this day, uh, which I believe is now okay. underneath MSD. I think MSD owns all of that now. I think it's the parent wow. company of all of that. And don't quote me because I haven't looked at that in a couple of years. But I think MSD owns all of that now. All right. So it's good. It's so good product. Was, I mean, the thing that? I like real quick, Brian. The thing I like about their product versus uh-huh. the majority of a lot of the other products that were out is, you know, their stuff is tried, true, tested. You know, they know that they've got to be up and up when it comes to all the EPA regs and so on. And they just, right. they, they have a, a very good, they, just, they, they have good products. Okay. And that's why well, I always sold their stuff versus some of the other, what I would call off-brands back in the day. I heard Bully Dog was a good one to put in there, but I don't know. You know, they've come a long way. I will tell you this. Early on, Bully Dog stuff was crap. I'll just be honest. When they first came out, their stuff was garbage. <laughs> Half of what you put in, you pulled back out because the programming was just so off and so wrong. But they've been around long yeah. enough now that if they're still in it, yeah, I would say their stuff today has to be good or they wouldn't still be around. But I will tell you, 
they had growing pains early on, and their stuff early on was so was such junk. I wouldn't sell it back in the day. It's better now, but it wasn't good back then. So you're saying the Edge is probably the better way to go? I, you know, I just I like the Edge product just because they've been on the forefront of. I mean, back then. They were one of the innovators of what we're talking about on your truck back in the day. I mean, nobody else even okay. Bully Dog didn't even exist at that time. Sure. They came along after the fact, right. and as far as in a big way, I mean, on a, on a retail level, where you know you, anybody out there could go buy the product, uh, you know, because they right. came along kind of about that same time. But yeah, back in the day, you know, MSD and all the all the components, you know, the the products. How do I want to say this? The companies they bought. Super Chips, right. Edge, and so on. They were the leaders of that product back in the day, and I believe, you know, and, and to this day still have some of the best products along those lines. Now, will that have a different, like, if you want to, you want just economy, will it, like, you, can you switch that over? I don't remember product? on that product. I think, I think you can on that one. I think the little box has, like, if I'm not, I'm doing this from memory. I think there's little arrows on the box that you can actually change the programming a little bit on the fly. But it's it's one of those where honestly you're going to set it and leave it anyways. You're not going to mess with it once it's set. All right. Well, I'm just thinking maybe get some better economy so the wife can drive it every day, and then you know if I need the power, it's there. And and again, that one I do know from looking at it now as I read through this. Um, that is actually they've now. At one time it was MSD. That is now Holly. Believe it or not, Holly owns. Hmm. I I don't know how many brands are on here. Fifty different brands now. Wow. Wow. So Holly, just real quick, and I know we're running out of time here, but yeah, they bought everything oh, wow. from Edge to Demon to Diablo Sport, which again, that was another one that was kind of coming into the market back in the day. They own Excel, they own uh, B&M, they own Flowmaster. I mean, I can go down the list of the companies now that Holly went out and bought, and they pretty much are, and along with MSD and others, they pretty much now are it when it comes to all those big major brands. Wow. That's crazy. So it's well, they're all trying to buy everything. They had to consolidate. I mean, in some cases, those guys wouldn't. None of those guys would have made it on their own. They had to consolidate. Oh, yeah. They had no choice. Right one, Holly too. All they did was carburetors. Yeah, yeah. Holly had to get yeah, into I mean, some of this other to, stuff, or yeah, they'd be out of exactly. business. Yeah. yeah, and then they had to. Right, right. So you know, hand it to them. They've done a good job of yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, Brian. Appreciate it. Great questions, by the way. Eric and Greeley, hang tight. We'll come right back to you after this break. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. 
the sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right, when I come back to at the top of the hour, I may actually tell you all of the different things that the company that owns Holly that owns all of the other things we were just talking about a moment ago owns on top of that. But this company, it's called Sentinel Partners. They own pretty much, if you eat a Taco Bell, it's the same company. <laughs> wow. So that same conglomerate owns a lot of stuff. So Eric and Greeley, you're next. Yes. How are we doing, sir? Well, MotorVac, I'm doing pretty good. Does a MotorVac clean the EGR valve? Yes. And that will solve a lot of bloody problems. Depends on the vehicle. Yeah. What are we working on? Miata. On a Miata? Yeah. This is more up Ken's alley than mine. I don't know on that. Some EGRs have to be manually cleaned is why I'm asking, Ken. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. Two and a half years ago, I pulled it off and cleaned it. What year is it? Somebody's been using my 06. Yeah. 
I'm thinking that's going to be a manual clean on that. And you cleaned it the last time yourself, you said? Yeah, but boy, does it cost you some blood. Yeah, it's yeah, it gets hard as a rock in there, and you can't get it out. Um, I've even got the special tool. Yeah, and then what kind of solvent are you using? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember what I used two and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I really don't. That's the other issue is is cleaning the carbon out of it. Right, exactly. I mean, you might be given the fact you cleaned it the last time. You're looking to clean it again, just for if you're going to keep the vehicle long term, Kevin. You might be better off just buying an EGR, putting one in it. You and, do a motor vac first, then put the new EGR in it after the fact and be done with it. Yeah, is it the tube that you have problems cleaning, or or in the head? No, it's just getting it getting it out it is so hard to get back there yeah. there's virtually no room for your hands at all mm-hmm. right and it is it is literally i cut myself up pretty good two and a half years ago yeah i was just curious i mean as far as getting the valve mazda three valve and the miata valve is identical it's the same part sure just a little water outlet tube has got an elbow on one and straight on the the other and the mazda three is about a fourth the price so guess what i'll be getting yeah <laughs> there you yeah. go yeah but it's just so hard to work on. It is. But I'm not keeping the vehicle. Well, then in that case, do whatever you need to. Is and it, yeah. Yeah. Is, is it setting a code for low EGR flow? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, other than the EGR, what else does the motor vac tighten up? PCV systems. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of course, all your... Do any carbon removal on the valves? Top of intakes. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Because it it burns it. Come, you know, you won't get much on the exhaust side, which is typically not as much on the exhaust side anyways. Right. Yeah. Other than that. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. You are, you are it, uh, Eric. I appreciate it very much. Sorry for that. But I, yeah, in that case, I, again, if you've cleaned it before, I'd say take it off, clean it again, do your best. If you're going to sell the car, especially, that'd probably be the way to do that. Um, that's that's how I would do it. So we got another full hour, two hours, by the way, coming your way. So don't go anywhere, folks. Uh, anything you've got, question of the day, and we haven't had a lot of answers to, but if you want to call in and answer this, close calls that good habits helped you avoid is our question of the day. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. Larry Unger is answering phones. He's actually on the line right now. So if you call in and it takes him a minute to answer, you'll know why. Hang tight, though. He'll get your call taken care of, and we'll get you queued up, 303 477 5600. You can actually text us as well if you'd like. 307 200 8222. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.